Hey, this is R Dub from Sunday Night Slow Jams, and you're listening to hashtag Dad Swag, the swaggiest place on earth for all fathers and father figures alike. And now, here's your host, my brother, JC. What's good, my Dad Swag peeps? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hashtag Dad Swag Podcast. And as you heard in the intro from my man, R-Dub, I am your host, JC. And as always, it is a pleasure and a blessing to be here with you. And before I jump into my segment, man, um, I just want to tell you guys that I appreciate you guys. I want to tell you guys that um, I appreciate you guys always coming back. I appreciate all your interactions um, and your engagements. And if this is your first time listening, then welcome. But for all my people that keep coming back, thank you. Like I said before, there is no me without you when it comes to this podcast journey. So your support, your love, um, your constant engagements, your comments, your questions, they keep me motivated. They keep me going. And I certainly pray that in this time, in this world of 2020, and forward that you and your family are in the best of health that you guys have been safe that you guys are um, safe from all seen and unseen dangers and that you guys are continuously um, progressing in your own dad swag journeys today is friday october 2nd and this is the 13th episode wow 13th um you know it's interesting since i started this podcast uh, i speak often about my wife right um if you've listened to any other episode you hear me speak about my wife and and our relationship and it's I call her my flex but at the same time I never gas her up I just tell the truth and the truth is that my wife is really dope but naturally that has sparked quite a few questions and reactions um, via uh, email and DM etc for people to reach out and um, ask about my feelings pertaining to marriage now i spit this with caution because i don't quite feel qualified to give guidance i'm not perfect i don't claim to be perfect i don't feel qualified to speak on anyone else's relationship other than my own so that's all i'm gonna do i'm just gonna speak what's real speak what works for me and hopefully you can take something away from it and at the very least add it to your mental file and who knows maybe down the line maybe in the future something in this podcast becomes useful and you can use it as a tool to better yourself or your marriage or your relationship. Believe it or not, I get quite a few um, emails and DMs from men from different walks of life that really just want to repair or fix their marriages and their relationships and not just their romantic relationships, but relationships with their kids since obviously this podcast is centered around fatherhood. But I always bring up marriage because one, I encourage marriage and two, marriage is a part of my fatherhood journey. So here it is. Here's the big bombshell. Here's the big secret. At least it works for me. (laughs) The best way to fix your marriage or your relationships is to fix yourself. I told you it was a big secret. Now, it's not a hard concept to understand. But it is a difficult task 
it takes a lot of self-acceptance and soul-searching. But when we improve who we are overall as men, we produce healthier relationships and, of course, marriages. If you go to my IG, I often ask fellow dads to simply check in. I always say, how are you doing, my guy? Like, if they comment on one of my pictures or if um, I'm commenting on their pictures, uh, I often ask these guys. I even post the question, how are you doing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally? And I ask this because, one, and ultimately, I truly believe that iron sharpens iron. And two, I know sometimes as men, we need someone to say, bro, are you good? How are you? Not how's the family, not how are things, how are you? I know what it is to be a working father, working husband, a husband, a father separately. I know what it is to be a man who is dealing with pressure that you don't really want to divulge to your family. So I ask this, how are you, my guy? How are you doing? I love your family. I got love for them. I pray that they're in the best of health, like I said in the beginning of this podcast. But how are you? Now, take nothing from the fact that it takes two to turn a house into a home and ultimately make a marriage work. But if you've been married for all of 10 minutes, you know you cannot control your wife. You may be able to influence her, but control? Ugh. Like I said before, my wife is Caucasian and Latin, and if I try to control her, uh, let's just say that I think all men would agree with me that having COVID would be easier to deal with. That is why we focus on the one thing that we can and will always have control over, and that's ourselves. Keep in mind, even though I reference marriage in this episode, this is not solely for married people. This is also for people who are single, divorced, separated, going through something. We can all use, to some degree, this concept of personal growth. So let's jump into some of my observations pertaining to personal growth and how bettering yourself will better your relationships. For instance, personal growth kills stagnation. I don't know if you guys have listened to Um, any other one of my podcast episodes, but I had an episode talking about uh, comfortability and complacency. Stagnation is another form of complacency. You're not moving forward. You're not trying to be better. You're not trying to progress. And oftentimes in our relationships, we feel stuck. That's not always because the relationship has gone stale or has gotten complacent. A lot of times it's because we have gotten complacent within ourselves and unfortunately to answer the question what am I doing with my life besides existing is a really hard question and a really big pill to swallow so in that case what do we do we ignore what's really broken and fixate our time and attention on really what's holding us together there have been times where I've lashed out at my wife. Oh, and I feel like shit about it. But there have been times where I've lashed out at my wife and maybe raised my voice at my boys. And I couldn't justify why I took it that far. And if you've ever been there, and I'm sure you have, where we all make this mistake, 
sometimes our temperament, sometimes our attitude, sometimes our day, sometimes our circumstance and situation get the best of us and we lash out and say or do something that we don't want to do. But for me personally, there have been times where I've lashed out at my wife or raised my voice at my boys and I couldn't justify why I took it that far. Now, let me ask my married or in a relationship guys something real quick. Have you ever had a fight with your better half and maybe took it too far, said some regrettable things, and that prompted her to ask you, are you still happy? Did I do something wrong? Or how about this one? Are we okay? Ugh, there's not many things in this world that make my stomach turn, but either of those questions do it for me every time. And then, as if you couldn't feel worse, when you shoot down her feelings of doubt and reassure her that you guys are good and the issue really isn't her, as any loving and caring wife or girlfriend or partner would reply with, she'll come back with, so then what's wrong? And you can't answer that question? Ah, look, it's gut-wrenching. But when you can't answer that question, let me answer the question for us. You, me, us, we, as men, that's what's wrong. We're not okay. The root of the problem and the real issue is we are not happy within ourselves. So how can we truly make everyone around us genuinely happy? How can we truly make our wife and children genuinely happy and I emphasize genuinely because some of us are really good at masking pain some of us are really good at masking frustration and confusion and we do an Oscar winning job at pretending like things are okay and acting like we're fine and hiding it but deep inside that's not true I said this in a previous episode also I used to say If they're good, I'm good. But that's not true. And telling ourselves that is a dangerous game to play. And it provides inescapable results. You know, the Bible says, What's done in darkness shall come to light. But that darkness doesn't always have to be behind closed doors or something shady as people often use that verse to allude to. Sometimes... That dark place could just simply be within ourselves. So personal growth is a key to your marriage and your relationships in general. When you take the steps towards personal growth, you remove the stagnation from your life and you find self-fulfillment. It's unfair to place the total burden of finding self-fulfillment on your family because ultimately you have to be happy with the person you look at in the mirror every morning. Another thing that personal growth does is takes away the feeling of unworthiness. I mean, believe it or not, ladies, we want to be desired too. Take away the tough exterior and the macho attitude, etc. We want to be sexy. We want to feel like the trophy husband or boyfriend or partner. We want to feel confirmed and confident and worthy, just like you do. But we'll never tell you that. And if we don't tell you that, and if we keep feeling like we're unworthy, how can we accept your compliments if we ourselves lack confidence? 
The worst thing we do when we lack confidence is question love and ultimately refuse it. But when you focus and invest on your personal growth, you'll find that you'll feel so much more empowered as a man, as a husband, as a father. You will discover your self-worth and your true self. And when you do that, then hopefully, just maybe, you'll start seeing yourself with new eyes. Maybe you'll even see yourself with the eyes that your wife or your girlfriend or your children see you with. And at that point, when you're able to see yourself through their eyes, how they see you, how they love you, how they adore you, you can accept compliments with confidence. Self-worth is something no one could ever take away from you regardless of what happens in your life. That's true growth, that's true happiness, that's true power. Another thing that personal growth can and will do is end resentment. And it will do this because you'll finally be comfortable with what you have and confident in your growing process that you won't look at other people's lives in envy. You gain the ultimate satisfaction. Case in point, personal growth helped me launch this podcast. As some of you know, right before the whole government shelter in place mandate, I suffered a really bad broken foot, leg, ankle, etc. And resentment kept me bedridden. Resentment kept me feeling like I had nothing to offer you. But personal growth helped me realize I could offer you my pain. I could offer you my experience. I can offer you my my joy. In my own personal hurt, in my own personal struggle, I could offer you transparency and authenticity. And for me, that was my personal growth. You know, sometimes when you stop chasing a dream, you may end up resenting your significant other. But personal growth could tell you that maybe you've outgrown that dream or maybe you need to find a different approach to that dream or a different reason for that dream. But if you realize that it's still passion for you, that it's something you still love, my advice to you is never stop chasing it. But ask yourself, why? Why are you chasing it? Why do you still love it? Is it helping you grow or is it just something that you're holding on to? Like I said before, personal growth comes in many different categories, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially. In all these things, you can and you should lean on your wife or your significant other to help you find the answers, but ultimately it's you that has to answer the question. And that question is, in all the categories that I named, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, are you the best version of you right now that you can be working to be better? And you know, something funny I thought about, you know what saying I absolutely cannot stand when men and women alike use the term revenge body? Oh, I cannot stand that. And I, you can thank the damn Kardashians for the reality show where they were helping people get their revenge body back. It is such a stupid term. And people have made it so acceptable and endearing. 
But here's the facts about that. If you need a revenge body, it's too late. It's too late. Because now you're motivated to be your best self after the relationship is already over. Now you want to show him or her what they're missing when you could have shown him or her what they have. My question is, why did you wait? What were you waiting for? Why didn't you strive to be your best self before? Why wait till the relationship was over to be the best version of you? But I know the answer. At least I think I do. And whether you care to admit it or not, it's because you didn't value yourself first. You didn't have validation in yourself first. Your validation came only from other people. Because if you were the best version of you, then you wouldn't have had that issue. You wouldn't have needed a revenge anything. And I'm seeing it more and more. It's not just a revenge body. It's a revenge finances. It's a revenge mentality. It's a revenge spirituality. Like, you guys wait until the relationship is over to be the best version of yourself. Why? What are you waiting for? For me personally... I'm not the best version of myself, but I'm working towards that, and I'm okay with that. I'm happy where I am. I'm excited for where I'm going. But at the same time, I don't feel like I need to be validated by anyone else in the world. I don't care if the world validates me or finds me valid. I'm validated by my family, but within the confines of this household, I know that I got to validate myself every morning. When I'm brushing my teeth and I look myself in the mirror, I got to be happy with that person first before I can provide any genuine happiness for my family. So here's my closing. I truly believe that personal growth is essential to self-fulfillment, to any fulfillment, honestly. If you aren't fulfilled, it could be incredibly difficult for you to find happiness in your marriage an example you wouldn't build um, you wouldn't build a house on sand so why would you build a marriage when your relationship with yourself is broken and fragmented investing in personal growth can help you get to the root of the issues of your problems that you may be facing in your marriage because then you realize that not only are you the problem but you're the answer. And when you understand that, then you can build that house on unshakable foundation. Another thing for personal growth is building your community. Build guys around you, build people around you that will love on you, uplift you, and empower you. And as always, I've added IG handles down below in the podcast description that you can go follow of amazing dads doing amazing things that I feel can add value to your life. But that's it for today, man. That's it for this week. Once again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in again. And um, always remember, iron sharpens iron. Till next time, love and blessings to you and yours for me and mine.